Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a It's time for another week of N4G Radio. I do not sound like him. <laughs> but anyway, I'm trying. I'm going to give it the old college try. Uh, that is for uh, July 15th. I had to count a day. 2013. And damn if I know what show we're on. So uh, 290-something. 290-something. Yeah. There we go. Sweet, we're getting close to 300. We're really close to 300. This is either 298 or 299, I don't this, remember. This is 298. So I was just Ooh. I was just telling my wife when we when uh earlier today, I said, "You realize we've been doing this show longer than I've been with my wife?" <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, we've been married for 6 years. So and we've been doing this show since before we started dating. Wow. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah, for real. It's pretty crazy. Started in 2006, yeah. I believe. Yep. Yeah. I remember those days. I wasn't on it then. I was just listening. Mm-hmm. Now you're listening to us. I know. But yeah, it, uh, it was, those were the fun shows. Yeah, sitting around a little microphone Yep. Speaking of which, I uh, I saw on the internet the other day something about Super Robot Tyson, and immediately it just transported me back. <laughs> really? Sweet. Speaking of Super Robot Tyson, I've never played any of those games, but there's a crap ton of characters from those games in the um, Project X Zone. Yes. And I had to look up everybody. So I was like, this person would just walk in and, and everybody assumes they know who they are. And I'm like, I don't know who the hell this person is. So I'd be on the computer looking this person up. I'm like, oh, they're from that game that I've never played. Yeah. So, but anyway, let's get into some, uh, some fondling here. Jason, take us yes. away. Alrighty. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record because I, I only played one game this week, mm-hmm. and it's the same the same one game that I've played for almost a month now, and that is the Animal Crossing, gr- the uh, Green Leaf, New no Leaf. New, New Leaf. Leaf, for the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, a very captivating game, I must say. It has captivated me. It has. It has uh, made me stay away from Project Exone temporarily. Um, I'm I'm getting around to that game, but as of right now, it's like the little game and time that I have. I I feel compelled to uh, to make to make some more money and to 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 find just random crap to to buy 
it's, it's weird because this game is like it's like a uh, it's kind of a social video game commentary on uh, on consumerism. And it's like you buy your house. Now what do you do? Oh, you expand your house, and then you add rooms to your house, and and, and it's like you can buy all kinds of crazy crap for your house. You know, oh, inside of it or in the exterior. And I, I like going to the stores in the game just to see what new stuff they have daily that you can buy for it. Um, have you got the supermarket yet? Yes, yes. I uh, I unlock I unlocked that uh recently as a matter of fact. And uh yeah, I, I love buying those fortune cookies cuz you can cuz when you open the fortune cookie, you might be able to get like a Nintendo item like the Triforce, the actual freaking Triforce. Yep. You can get a model of the R-wing from Star Fox, you can get Mario or Luigi hats. Um, it, it's all kinds of uh, fan service, Nintendo fan service in this game. And um, also, um, you can go into the clothing clothing store, and every day they have a different selection of stuff to buy, either clothes or hats or knickknacks, stuff like that. And... Uh, I found a uh, a Voltron helmet, not 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 from Voltron, not the actual like robot Voltron, mm-hmm. but but the the helmets that the the pilots would wear. You know how they would be? They were like real roundy. They had like a V V in the front and like uh, little oval circles on the sides where the ears are. Yeah, um, very similar to either a the Voltron pilots or Golion the original Japanese version, or kind of kind of like uh, Gachaman. If, uh, if if you're familiar with Gachaman or Battle of the Planets, G Force, G Force, yeah, yeah, all th- all three names. Um, <laughs> uh, you can actually end up buying an entire outfit um, of, of of like a sci-fi Sentai show. Um, and what's interesting is that my wife um, bought a, I think it was a blue colored one, and I and I bought a pink one because it was the only the only one that I ever seen was the the pink one, so I bought it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make my character wear it, but <laughs> but I, I bought it for like either gifting to my wife or we maybe we can make a trade because. Uh, you could, you could end up buying the whole outfit, like the, the actual helmet, the, the the shirt and the pants, and uh, because of how much stuff and how random this game is, it might take a really really long time to actually uh, obtain the full outfit of uh, of like a, a Sentai fighter. Um, especially if they're doing all all the main like five different color variations. So if you want to get like all of one color, it might take for like almost forever playing this game to actually like get, obtain a whole outfit of one color of one of these uh, Sentai fighter outfits. <laughs> and, and the thing is, it's, it's little details like that 
that that, that captivate me about the game. I know it sounds absolutely crazy, and and I would agree with you. Yeah, it's crazy. That That game is nuts. Yeah, I I would agree that it sounds absolutely crazy before I engaged in this game. But one, it's, it's, it's weird because the game is like so charming and, and so weird and random and, and at times just flat out bizarre that it, you just kind of want to see what happens next in it. And, uh, something weird happened to my wife recently. I don't, I don't know if you've encountered this, but, uh, she had an encounter with a spider. Yeah. They'll knock you down. And it actually made her character pass out which led right into a save screen and then she woke up at her house. Yeah. And she said that it was actually one of the scariest things that she's ever <laughs> encountered in a video game. Just because the, she she honestly thought that right when it stung her and then it went was going to a save screen, she 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 was thinking for a second can I actually get killed in this game now? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't think you can die in Animal Crossing, but um, <laughs> are you in it's funny, par- it's funny how games like that can give you like a bigger scare that like even Minecraft. Minecraft has the simplest graphics in the world, but you want to talk about terrifying. If you're down in a cave and you have a ton of stuff and all of a sudden you start getting mauled by enemies, it's terrifying. <laughs> Like, oh, it's more man. terrifying than Dead Space or Resident Evil because it's like, dude, I'm going to lose all this stuff if I die. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I totally agree. There is there is something about, like, subtleties of, you know, gameplay that kind of makes you question what's going on. Yeah, that, I, that's that all Animal Crossing, that's pretty much it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what are you going to play this week? Hopefully I'll get around to uh, Project Egg Zone. Have you even put it in the system yet? Uh, actually, no. I've, oh. I've, o- I've only played the demo. You really need to play that game. That game is just full of fan service, and I know you know every single character. Yeah, I, I was looking at the roster, and I think I might have... I think there there's like maybe one... Or two characters that I that I didn't know off the top of my head. So there's, I, I had to mention this because I found it ridiculous. I even emailed Ken and Dave about it. But um, there's a character in this game. He pops up real early on, and I didn't know who he was, but it stood out to me because he looked exactly like Bruce Willis. And I looked him up, and sure enough, there was a game that came out called Dynamite Cop. Yes. It was supposed to yes. be it was supposed to be a die hard game, but they never got the license to it. Uh-huh. So they just released the game anyway <laughs> with the guy looking like Bruce Willis. <laughs> and they made like a, a a Dynamite Cop 2 and it was it took place on a uh, cruise liner and yeah. they were it was supposed to be like speed 2 cruise control and i'm like this is insane it's like these random characters that i've i've never heard of and they're like blatant rip offs of like movies and stuff 
But yeah, it's like there's a ton of characters in that game that I had never heard of, and like you know, I, I even me as hyped as I was about this game and watching like videos and stuff of it, there was other characters that I didn't even know were in it. Hmm. So, I'm really looking forward to playing Project Egg Zone. And what's ironic is that this week I should also be getting uh, uh, the uh, Amazon shipment of uh, Shin Megumi Tensei 4. Oh, you're in for a treat there. In fact, I can finally talk about it. And I'm I'm looking forward to it. So that is my future fondling. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, John, what you been up to? Not a great deal, really, I guess. Um, some more State of Decay. Uh, that game continues to intrigue me. Um, I've happened to get in the habit of going back at least once every sort of day or two, even if it's just to check in, top up on supplies. Um, because obviously if you leave it, all of the stuff happens in the background, so if you leave it for too long, you come back and you'll just get a list in the top corner of all of the people that have died while you've been uh, away from your console. So um, by going back every so often, you manage to keep that from happening. That's crazy. Uh, That's just insane. It, it, well, it's... I like the idea because obviously it means that you have to go back. It kind of hooks you into it. And even if you're only on it for half hour or so, I'd say enough to do a couple of missions, top up your supplies. Uh, the acting is god awful. It is really, really bad. Uh, I don't think I've ever come across game acting this bad in quite a while. Um, but it's, that's not what you play it for. You play it for the fun. And this is great. It's still very, very satisfying even after sort of killing your uh, sort of four or fifth uh, uh, 500th um, zombie, whether it be with a car or with your pipe or with a gun, it's still incredibly satisfying, which is the most important thing, I guess, really. Yeah. Uh, missions are standard things. Go here, do that, clear out that house of infestation, and, and you know, rescue this person from a barn. So it's, it's nothing new there. But I do like uh, the fact that it's a persistent world. I do like that you get to upgrade your hideout. So you get these slots where you can build extra stuff and you have to kind of think, well, do I want to build an infer- an extra infirmary? Do I want to build um, an extra place to store food or beds or munitions? Or And it's it, it's pretty good because you, you can't do all of it, so you have to kind of uh, pick and choose. I haven't got... Apparently you can move all of your uh, survivors into a bigger place if you find one and make that your point of... Um, your home base, but I've not figured out how. I've not figured out how to do that yet. That may come up at a later date during the story, uh, where you get to do that. I think there's risks involved, so you know everyone's got to move from one base to the other, which can result in casualties, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's that. I'm really enjoying. Um, played a lot of Forza Horizon once again. Uh, I picked up the rally pack for that. I uh, haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'm looking forward to it because there's one thing I think um, I used to enjoy about Grand Theft or uh, Grand Theft or Gran Turismo. Oh God, which one? Uh, three. Three. Yeah. Uh, was the introduction of the rally stuff, and uh, I absolutely enjoyed that. And it's it's nice when the controls are great for sliding and drifting and making those kind of 
tiny little adjustments to your course to get you around those tracks you know in a, in a slightly faster time uh i again i've i've only sort of i've delved into i think i played one one uh route or one circuit and it feels good but again i've only got the one car and there apparently there are five cars you're gonna unlock and they're all sort of classic rally cars so i'm sure like there'll be the super uh super subaru impreza that um, was made famous by colin mccray and there'll no doubt be a ford in there and uh, uh mitsubishi lancer or evo so uh, that'll be good if you can unlock those. And you can take those cars into the real game as well. So once you unlocked it and bought it in Rally, you can then uh, drive them in the main game. And they've even got their own 1,000 club uh, points. Because I'm, I'm not sure if any of you have played it. They've done a recently, uh, recently done a big update, which was free. And every single car in there has five challengers. Mm-hmm. Um that you are they're based on um like doing a run in this particular time doing a festival event uh and finishing third or higher in the particular car um like having uh, trading plates with a uh, paint with a car or having three near misses or you know knocking over certain signs and every single car has five of them um so it kind of adds longevity to it and the rally cars do as well, so that's uh, pretty cool. Um, I can't think of anything else I've really played this week. I delved a little bit back into Fallout 3. I just felt like I wanted to go and maybe try that again. I don't know how deep I'll get into it, because when it came out, I got into it pretty deep, yeah. putting sort of 80 or 90 hours into it. Um, there's something about that world that I prefer over Oblivion and Skyrim and Elder Scrolls games. I know it's blasphemous to say, but <laughs> I kind of... I, <laughs> I thought you might chirp in. Um, <laughs> I, I, what I like about it is I like the VAT system. I think it's brilliant. I think really cleverly done. Um, uh, the game looks like art. It really does. And it would be really interesting to see what Fallout 4 has, you know, what they do with that engine. Because although Skyrim looked better, it still had that jank to it. Um, and, uh, you know, fair enough, it's a big, big world. And the same right. can be said about Fallout 3. And you can't you can't make that world that big and that pretty. Uh, but, you know, Rockstar seemed to have done it with if this gameplay play trailer from GTA 5 has anything to go by. Um, so hopefully with the new consoles, maybe a new engine will come with, Sky, um, with uh, Fallout 4. I'd be really interested to see what happens with that, but I just there was something about the world of Fallout. I, I liked it so so much. I thought the humour was brilliant. With the I think the ghouls are the best humour. You know they may yeah. be half, they you know they may look like they've been dead for half a century, but at least they've got a joke to tell or two. Um, and I, I don't know. Not that Skyrim's bad. It isn't Skyrim is an amazing game, but I just feel that Fallout suits me as a as a gamer more. So. I thought I'd give that another shot, see how far I get into it. I've picked up all the DLC in the past, with the exception of the uh, mothership, the uh, Theta one. Zeta, yeah. Zeta. Um, I did, I, but I did pick that up as well, so I thought I'd download that, download all the DLC with it, um, and then buy that one and see how I get on. Oh, well, there you go. Anything else? Yeah. You didn't pick up anything on Steam sale? I have picked up... Um, 
Sniper Ghost Warrior 2, or Sniper 2 Ghost Warrior, whichever you want to call it, because it was like a couple of quid. And at the moment, they're doing every single Tomb Raider game for about what you the equivalent of 15 bucks. So it's like £11 over here. And that includes a new one. So that's an incredible steal. But I've already got the new one, and I am I still can't play games with keyboard and mouse, and apparently some of those don't work with the... Uh, gamepad so i'm probably not going to bother getting that pack but you know we've still got about eight days left of this sale so just have eight days left so i'm sure there's probably going to be something i'm going to pick up something's going to sort of tickle my fancy i think and and be cheap enough for me to just dive in the thing is you know at three pounds if ghost uh sniper 2 is shit it's just three quid. It's like, well, it's, well, it's barely anything. So if it interests me, I'll, I'll, I'll probably uh, take a gander. Okay. Well, good. Yeah, so Sniper Ghost Warrior, it's going to be one of them. Maybe, maybe, absolutely. I would say I could sit on, could sit on my hard drive for six months and unplay, but we'll see. <laughs> um, I've also got a game called Strength of the Sword 3, which I'm, I'm going to be reviewing this week. Um, I played a little bit of it, and not a massive amount, but it's like a, a, an arena battle game with swords and shields. Huh. Um, it's from what I've played of it, it looks like it's going to be heavily focused on defense. Um, some of the bigger bosses that I've come up so far, I've, to say, I've only played probably an hour, hour and a half of it. Some of the big bosses at the end of each of the stages, um, you really have to learn their patterns and defend, 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 and then when an opening comes, attack, attack, attack. Um, which it's because it's a fast-paced game, which is kind of counterintuitive, I think, because you know it's with a fast-paced game like that, when you're given a sword and a shield and you're given an arena and you've got bad guys to fight, you don't really want to spend most of your time defending. You want the fun comes from attacking. Yeah. So I'm not sure how it will play out, and it's also very, very hard. The difficulty spike is is there to see right from the beginning. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. Um, I'll be, pl- I'll definitely be playing that because I say I've got that for review. Is that game uh, out yet? It's not in. The, it's in the UK. It's not in the US. Okay. So um, it doesn't come out till August. So you know, it'll give people a chance to read the review because obviously our audience is predominantly US based. I guess. Um, but I think I can't. I don't know when in August, but uh, apparently it's just penciled in for that uh, around about that time. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see here. Uh, Ryan, what you been playing? Yes, sir. Anything? Uh, yeah, a lot actually. Fantastic. Um, so um, I did finish Far Cry Three since the last time I was on the show, um, which. Uh, it was a really great game, and I, I enjoyed every uh, every well most of my time with it. Um, I do think that, and I'm trying to say this without spoiling anything. Once you get to the southern island, yeah, the game kind of takes a big nosedive from a narrative standpoint. It absolutely and, does. Uh, there's some cool stuff that comes in, but just from a narrative standpoint, it feels like a completely different game. And uh, I know part of that is by design, because um, they kind of want to show the progression of the character, but um, it, it it really narratively takes a, a big, giant nosedive. Um, I, I was not a fan of the QTE boss fight. 
at the end. Uh, I was exceptionally not a fan of the fact that every time you miss an input um, that has some pretty tight windows, it makes you start the whole thing over, cutscene included. Yeah, God, I remember that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I had some frustration with it at the end. By the time it was over, I was actually kind of glad it was over. Um, but uh, I did really enjoy the gameplay in that is awesome. And I, I love the fact that you can be sneaking around trying to snipe your way through an outpost and all of a sudden get attacked by a jaguar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. So I need to get back to that game. Um, it, it was, uh, I was, I'm really glad that I played through it. Um, I thought it was definitely worth the time investment. It took me, I think, about 20 hours, um, and that was with all the outposts cleared, all the um, towers found, um, and it was well worth the, the time investment. Um, played some stuff on uh, iPhone, which I know is kind of a taboo subject, but... Um, Not whenever I'm hosting, talk about it. <laughs> a lot of the stuff has gone free in the last week. Um, like, not just junk games, but great games have gone free in the last week. So, um, Tiny Wings is free right now, uh, which, if, if you haven't played it and you like runner-type games, it's a different kind of runner-type game, um, where you have to touch the screen to make the bird go down when it's on a down slope and then let go when it goes up and keep him in the air and there's a lot that goes into it it's one of those games that's very simple uh what do they what do they say it's it's easy to learn hard to master yeah um and uh it's a blast and for free you can't beat it so it's one of those games that i would recommend you have on your iphone uh if you don't have it already um, another game that just about everybody has that went free this week is Peggle. Um, yeah. so, uh, I played a decent amount of that. I actually got my wife addicted to Peggle. Um, so she's been playing it too. Star and, Wars Angry Birds is yep, free Star, as well at the moment, yep, isn't it? Yep, Star Wars Angry Birds went free. Um, a bunch of stuff, um, that, even stuff that I didn't download that's supposed to be pretty good, uh, went free this week. So, um... If you have an iPhone, it's definitely worth jumping on the App Store and uh, checking out what went free. Infinity Blade 2 went free this week. Uh, Badland went free. Dead Space, Mirror's Edge, all this stuff went free this week. Why so, exactly did um, it go free? I uh, don't know. Just one of those things. It's, where... um, it's uh, the App Store's fifth birthday this week. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense then. Uh, Sims Medieval, I heard, uh, know Sims Medieval went free, so, um, a lot of really great stuff that's, uh, never gonna be cheaper than it is now, so, <laughs> one of the other things that I downloaded that, uh, people have been telling me about for a while that's really awesome is, uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery, which was free this week, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I downloaded it's, uh, that. It's Capybara, um, supposed to be really great, but I, uh, uh, figured, hey, for free, jump in. Yep, can't be. So uh, that'll be that'll be a playthrough. Um, other than that, I'm really you know all this stuff that's been coming out over the last couple weeks about uh, Witcher Three has got me really in a, a Witcher kind of mood. I've been in a Witcher kind of mood for a little while now. So um, I, I'm reading through the books. Um, I found some really great fan translations. So I read a fan translation of the second short story collection, which is not as far as right now, at least is concerned, not being officially released in English. Um, and uh, I'm making my way through the books. And uh, I'm, also, I'm also playing back through uh, the original Witcher Enhanced Edition um, to set myself up to play back through The Witcher 2. 
um, here as soon as I get, as soon as I get through the first one. The first game is so great; it opens so slow. Um, the first act of it is very slow, but once you get through that first act, the second act really opens it up, and the the story gets a lot better, and the the actual quests get a lot better too. So, um, making my way back through that in preparation for the second one, I am reminded playing this though, the frustration that I have with playing games on the PC, uh, because it's just crash after crash after crash after crash after crash, and um. So, play for a little while, quick save. Play for a little while, quick save. Play for a little while, quick save. Because what you don't want to happen is not to quick save, because Witcher doesn't do auto-saves unless you're going in or out of a building or new area. So, um, got to make sure you're quick saving to avoid the crashes. But, other than that, um, I mean, I, I love the Witcher universe, and I love the games, so um, it's no chore for me to go back through them. Uh, and... Uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. And that kind of wraps my future fondling all up in there in a nice little bow, too. Oh, there you go. Oh, I forgot to mention, too, the other thing. that uh, I, uh, I thought of Gambus this week because I, I keep getting uh, consistently reminded of how well Nintendo uh, maintains value with their characters and properties. Because... Um, just in several ways. We Jacob got a DS Lite that was passed down to him from a, a friend who, who didn't want it anymore. And uh, he's been playing Mario 64 on that. And uh, he we, we got him this week uh, Mario Kart DS. And uh, it's still $35 new. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's from 2005. Uh, and it's, it's $30 used. So That's pretty the... Um, and then we were looking at my, uh, my wife's, uh, or my mother-in-law has been wanting to get Zelda for either, um, just any of the Zeldas. She's got a machine that I'm letting her borrow that plays NES and Super NES, and then she's, she's got a GameCube, so, um, and we're just looking through prices on Amazon of Wind Waker and the Zelda collection for GameCube and all the ones on the other systems, they're still 40, 50 bucks, um, and wow. it's just it's just a good reminder that of what Nintendo does so well and that's you have properties that are universally praised that everybody loves and you only release in the case of Zelda Metroid uh true genuine Mario one or two a generation and because you only release one or two a generation and because nobody else is really releasing anything like it it's still fifty bucks three years, four years, five years, ten years down the road. Yeah, it's bunk, isn't it? So, but that's uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, I'll wrap this up and um, talk about a few things. I played through. I got on the Steam sale and I played through Hotline Miami. I How is that? I, I, everybody is talking about that. <laughs> Everybody's talking about it, and there's pretty good reason. Um, it is simplistic. You play as – you ever seen the movie Drive? No, but I heard no. it was awesome. That's okay. the one with uh, – uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. For some reason, it has a huge drive uh, kind of feel to it. It takes place in 1989, and 
you kind of play as this hitman who goes and kills everybody in a fucking building. Wow. As you do. Yeah. Um, um how do you play it on Vita though? No. That's one that's, um, I'd be interested in. No, I'm pl- I played on the PC. Um, you know, I picked it up for like two bucks, two fifty something on Steam. So, um, but it's it's simplistic graphics. You know, looks like probably like a sixteen bit kind of game. And uh, like I use the the three sixty controller, you basically control with the left stick, move him around. You can aim him with the right stick, um, and it's like a top down view, not an isometric top down. So it's like a um, top-down shooter almost. Um, but it's one of those games where you get hit once, you're dead. and But everybody else dies in one hit too, with the exception of a few enemies. And um, it's very gory, very violent. Um, it, it's, it's almost like a puzzle game. So... Y- Everybody's like all the enemies are always laid out in the same area. They're in the same rooms. They're doing the same things. They have the same weapons usually. Um, and it's all about sneaking in, killing a few guys, and then if somebody sees you, grabbing a gun and trying to shoot dudes. And it's huh. it's it's crazy. It's 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 one of those games where there's multiple ways to approach how you want to take these guys out and. Um, it's also part when the bad shit starts happening, just, just, just go by the seat of your pants. It's like, you know, just try and make it out. And it's one of those games kind of like super meat boy where you die and you restart like right, right away and you just start back over. So it's, it's one of those trial and error games, but it's actually really cool. And the story is insane. Hmm. It's so freaking weird. It's like a drug trip or something. So there's a bunch of different masks, right, that change your uh, yeah. There's there's abilities and all that stuff. Yeah, there's masks like uh, there's uh, the one mask I use throughout most of them. I play through is uh, the horse mask, um, and it its special ability is you have lethal doors. So if there's a guy standing behind a door, you can slam the door open, and instead of just knocking him out for a few seconds, it kills him. Gotcha. So like his head explodes when you hit him with the door. Nice. It's it's nice yeah, it's nuts. I mean, and there's all different types of masks. Like one mask makes you run faster. One mask allows you to get shot once and still survive. Um, and see, you know, it's 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 really cool. Like, and later on, you get a mask that's like all your shots are silenced. So no matter what you pick up, you pick up a shotgun and you shoot somebody in a room, nobody's going to come running. Interesting. But it's really cool. It's uh, it's it's a little on the short side. I'd say it's probably it took me probably around four to five hours to complete. Um, but there's a ton of stuff you can unlock, and it it it's 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 like one of those puzzle games. It's that weird. Seems like it seems like that would be kind of a sweet spot length for a game like that. Yeah, because by the end of it, I was like, man, because you know, it just kept getting harder and harder. Like it would take you, it take me, you know. The first few stages, it would take me 10 minutes to go through the entire building. So you you clear a stage, and that's like a checkpoint. Then you go upstairs, and you clear out that level kind of thing. Gotcha. And so it's – but it's actually really cool. And it's – um, you know, it, it was really cheap on Steam. It had it on the Steam sale. Um, it, I don't think it's there now, but 
uh, it's it's still cheap. I mean, I know if you get it on the PS3, uh, it has the cross buy. So if you buy it on PS3, you can play it on the Vita as well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's only ten bucks on PS3, I think. But it's it's actually really cool, and it's it's done so well that they've already said they got a sequel coming. Yeah, wrong number, isn't it? Yeah. Hot Lomo, wrong number. Wrong number, yeah. That's and like the story is that he's a hitman who he basically gets these phone calls and it says, "Hey, go to this place and kill everybody." Nice. So, and it's it's a very strange game, but um, but very cool at the same time. But I played through all of that. Really fun. Uh, I also played through and um, wrote a review of uh, the 3DS title Shin Megami Tensei 4. Uh, had, Sweet. Had this game for almost a month, um, and I've been dying to talk about it because you know the the whole NDA stuff. But um, yeah, Shin Megami Tensei 4, the 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 actual numbered sequel, not a spinoff. If you remotely like role-playing games, you need to play this game. Wow. It's fantastic. It has great voice acting. It has a fucking strange-ass story. It's one of those, you know, like the the Persona series and stuff like that. Anybody who's ever played Persona or any Shin Megami Tensei game, they're weird, you know. They're very strange games. Uh, Basically, you play as this... uh, newly recruited samurai um, and uh, samurais are tasked with protecting the village and the kingdom from demons. Well, there's demons everywhere, it seems like, including this huge dungeon that's right below the city that houses a crap ton of demons. And so it's kind of like in Persona where you go into the television and that's your dungeon that you go to every day kind of thing. It's the same way with this. But everybody knows that those games are kind of weird, and yeah, not everything is what it seems in this world. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything because it's kind of crazy. But just like other uh, Shin Megami Tensei games, you can summon demons, you can capture demons. Uh, it does a lot of this whole conversations with the demons. Uh, you know, you you would counter some guys. Uh, and you can talk to them and try and sway them uh, to join your party. Um, and sometimes they'll ask for some of your life, some of your money, give me an item, stuff like that. And you give them items and stuff like that, and they come join your party. Uh, and then the huge thing of demon fusion, where you can take two demons and combine them together to create a new demon. So if anything, Shimagami Tensei is basically an adult version of Pokemon. Hmm. That's that's you know, Persona was kind of like that. You know, it's 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 really good. The production value is very high on this game. And um, sweet, yeah. Anybody who has a 3ds and remotely likes role playing games should definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to be checking that out in the near future. Hopefully this week. There you go. Like anybody out there, seriously. It's one of those games. It's like it's. I, I still prefer Persona Four, but this is in the same caliber as Persona Four. No, I can't wait for Persona Five. Yeah, I can't either. And they, it needs to be PlayStation Four. I don't, yeah, I don't want 
Oh, Vita exclusive, Persona 5. Great, I will never play that. <laughs> I will. I, I can see it going down that way, though. Or either that or, um, or 3DS exclusive, Persona 5. See, well, I mean, the good news is, if they put it on PlayStation 4, it'll kind of be on Vita, too, because you got the remote play. Yes, that is true, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. From what I hear, Atlas may not be around. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, a... but that's a property that's going to get snatched up by somebody else. I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, I think. I'm sure it will be. But yeah, um, played that. Let's see here. Played a lot of Castlevania Lords of Shadow for uh, Phoenix Down. What a great game. Yeah, I just finished it. Um, God, that's, that's an amazing game. It's, you know, like I'll mention this. I know you guys can all hear this on Phoenix Down, but I'll mention this. Going back to it, the game plays fantastically. And I don't remember as, or or I remember the game being more story driven than it actually is. Going back to it and seeing just how sparse the story bits are, Mm -hmm. it kind of, it kind of, Threw me for a loop. You don't get much story until like the last two hours of the game. Yeah, and that, I mean, my frustration with that, as much as I love that game, my frustration with it was that it felt like it was way longer than it needed to be. Oh, it was. We even talked about that on The Last Phoenix Down. Like the last three chapters before the final chapter was a complete just, just throw in. Yeah, there's just, I mean, so much that you didn't need to do. Yeah. Uh, and then the stuff like um, like that, the stuff that was definitely filler, like having to chase down those little... Chupacabras. Yeah, chupacabras that steal your stuff. Yeah, I hated that. So what, uh, why is that in there, other than to make the game a little longer? Yeah, it'd be annoying, but yeah, uh, play through that, beat it again. That'll make... Uh... I beat it twice, so that means I'll beat it twice. I played through it half of it again on hard, and I was like, I can't do this. That game is not easy. But yeah, um, played that. Uh, jumped into Borderlands 2 for a little while and played uh, the new that new DLC that came out, the um, Assault on Dragon Keep. Um, I can't do it. I guess you have to be level 50 to take on that stuff. Because if I if if I get bum rushed by like three guys, I'm dead, and I'm just like no. So I started doing a little bit of the main story stuff on like the new game plus. So maybe I could level up to level fifty, but like like I, I couldn't do any of that stuff. And I was like, well, I was hoping you know I could play this new DLC because it's all new stuff, and then maybe level up to fifty, and then hey, you know I made some progress. But no, it's too difficult. So. I don't know. I, I think they waited way too long to release that DLC. Because there's almost nobody playing that game now. Mm. So, and it's a great game. Um, other than that, I played you know, Animal Crossing, which I play that every day. I play for probably about 20 minutes every day just to, you know, get some fruit. Make some money. Yep. Um... That's pretty much it. Yeah, it's not much. I mean, I it, I, I played a crap ton of Shimagami Tensei Four because I didn't realize that the embargo lifted before the game came out. The game doesn't come out till Tuesday, and I was thinking, oh, well, I can just ride it on Monday and then it'll go up whenever the embargo lifts. No, the embargo lifted on th- 
Thursday. And I was like, great. So now I have to scramble to hurry up and write this review. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I played a ton of that game. That game is not short by any means. <laughs> mm. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And, uh, as far as future stuff goes, um, whatever they may have on the Steam sale, uh, I do want to make a few more videos, some fondling videos. Um, so I don't know what I'll download. Probably do some stupid stuff. Hey, I mentioned Dark last week. Yeah, I, I, I wrote a review of Dark, too. It's on the site now. Um, I didn't think it was as bad as everybody else is thinking it is. That's just me, though. Apparently, same, uh, same voice actor for the main character as Geralt from uh, The Witcher, actually, speaking of Witcher stuff. Really? Yep. If you Did you play The Witcher 2? I have I I played the first three hours of Witcher one and I haven't touched Witcher two. Gotcha. Yeah, they, it's pretty easily recognizable when you listen to the two next to each other. He's basically using the same voice. I don't know. The voice acting in Dark is not the greatest in the world. Well, I mean, I just mean the, the voice actor is the same. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah I, I mean. The script may not be comparable, but. Yeah, it's weird how dark works because it feels like somebody hit the skip button during the dialogue because it's like they'll say something and then it goes right into the next sentence. Nice. It, it's so it, it's like, it, it's so weird. I, I can't, I can't describe it. So it's, but yeah, dark. As far as gameplay goes, yeah, you can kind of cheese your way throughout the entire game if you wanted to. But I think some of the vampire powers are actually really cool, and um, yeah, the AI is kind of dumb. But it, I thought that the gameplay was kind of sound, and for the most part, the story's the story's stupid. The the graphics are okay. It has this like cell shaded look to it. Um. And it's it, it's like a low budget title. That's what it is. I mean, you, you're not going to expect to have a great game as far as production value goes. Whenever you just spent you know thirty nine ninety nine on it, so I could see this game. If you could pick this game up for twenty bucks, I'd say go right ahead because mm. it's not that bad. And if you like pure stealth games, then you'll like this game. Gotcha. Other than that, that's it. So yeah, we will we'll move on. I'm looking around my room to see if I can see any games laying around that I'm out of play. But no, there's nothing. I can't really do anything on my Xbox now because me and Xbox are in a fight. You and Xbox are uh -oh. in a fight. Yeah. Um, I renewed my Xbox Live subscription, and they charged my credit card. And then I said I'm going to take my credit card off of it. Because uh, I'm not going to get an Xbox One anytime soon, so I'm just going to go ahead and remove my credit card information on it. And uh, I get an email saying, "Hey, we need your credit card information." I'm like, "Fuck you! No, you don't. You, I'm not buying anything else from you guys." And I, they cut off my Xbox Live, and I was, nice. I, and I, was I called them. And I said, "Hey, look, I have a fucking credit card statement here saying I got charged." Forty nine ninety nine or whatever the fuck it is for a renewal of Xbox Live and you guys just cut off my Xbox Live. And they're like, Well we'll we'll contact you again on it. We're gonna look into that. I'm like, Yeah, you look into that and if you need my credit card 
you know, company, here's their fucking number. And so as as of right now, I still don't have Xbox Live. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it won't even let me connect. Like, like it, it didn't bump me down to a silver account. It just, it, it's like, would you like to connect to Xbox Live? I hit yes, and it says, please put in your credit card information. And I'm like, no. That's lame. Because <laughs> I know what's going to happen is when I put in my credit card information, they're going to fucking charge me again. So yeah. I don't I don't know what they're doing, but they need to get on that ball now. Because there's a few things I want to do, like maybe play Injustice. So, but yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> Fuck Microsoft. But anyway, <laughs> I just that's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I it have, is. I have the statement. You know, I've still got it sitting right here next to me when I talk right. to him. So that's that's ridiculous. All right, um, but yeah, let's jump into a little bit of news. Um, I have no news in front of me, so I have no idea of what to talk nice. about. Yeah, this is called being prepared, folks. Um, oh yeah, the uh, Evo is going on this yeah, week. This weekend, it is. I've watched a lot of that. Um, they've also announced a couple of things uh, at Evo. Uh, one is uh, Capcom versus SNK two will be coming to the PlayStation three hitting the PSN next week or this week rather. Um, I remember that game. That game was pretty awesome. It was a great game. Yes, it was. Um, and they also uh, wish that they're going to show tonight, which is Sunday. Um, they're going to show tonight right before the Super Street Fighter four arcade edition finals. They're going to be revealing new Street Fighter four. New. Yes. New. It's called New Street Fighter 4. It is going to have six new stages. It's going to have five new characters. Uh, four of those five would be Hugo, Relento, Elena, and Poison. And a special fifth character that has never been in a Street Fighter game before. It is... Oh. It is uh, Go ahead. Heavily, heavily rumored to be Hagar from Final Fight. Hagar. <laughs> um, and they say it's going to be downloadable content, uh, and it's going to hit probably in early 2014. Um, I think Capcom needs to just come out and say, hey, we're making Street Fighter Five," But that's just me. Yeah. They're milking that cow. That teat is dry. <laughs> that's the way. But yeah, that's happening. Um, they're gonna get do a full reveal tonight. Let's see here. Steam summer sales going on right now, so if you you want to get some cheap shit, go right ahead. They got so, The Witcher two right now. Wait, wait, it's already one o'clock. Oops. No, if they've got <laughs> amazingly, I was as we were talking about earlier, Fallout New Vegas is two pounds seventy four. I think. Really? Yeah, they've got. Um, I couldn't tell you what the. Obviously, I couldn't tell you what the uh, U.S. Uh, prices are, but they've got Kerbal Space Program, Remember Me, Hitman Absolution, Armor Two, Fallout New Vegas, Sanctum Two, um, A Door, Monsters of the Broken World. Never heard of it. Uh, Sims Three, Portal Two, and Shogun as the deals of the day. The community choice. Um, Choice is Deadlight, 
uh, with voting for the next one, which are Torchlight Gunpoint or Torchlight Two Gunpoint and Don't Starve, and then the Flash styles we've got Ace Combat Assault Horizon NBA 2K13, exclusively produced by Jay Z, um, Empire, <laughs> Empire, and Doom Three. Yeah, Doom Three BFG Edition is only four ninety nine right now. That's kind of nuts. Nuts. And I think it's broken because I keep going on to the Fallout, because Fallout New Vegas is £2.50, and I keep going on to it on my um, iPhone app for Steam, and it keeps kicking me back to the Summer Getaway main page. So I might have to do that on my actual PC, do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, it's doing that for me too. What the fuck? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. But yeah, uh, more news. Let's see here. I'm going to find some more news here. Be with me. Sit with me. Well, I was going to say, we did do the clusterfuck of a um, news burst yesterday, um, f- which hopefully will be up soon, but the um, the recording went slightly wrong towards the end, just as we were on the, the final leg, and it just cut out. So, Do you guys, have a, do you guys have a host or a guest host? Uh, we're Ken. Ken was on. The boss, oh, okay. boss man. Big boss man was on. Um, uh, we talked about, obviously, some of the big news, such as um, the Xbox beta points issue the because um, obviously I don't, apparently it's, it wasn't so bad in the US but in the UK those that are in the beta for the new 360 dashboard including myself um, when you go to buy something it tells you you can't use points anymore you've got to convert it to cash and but they weren't giving you the same kind of deal that you were getting for your points so for example I think um, normally 400 points in the UK is about £3.69. Right. However, if you were to buy a 400-point game, it was four ninety nine. So uh, quite a big markup, and that was doing it with all of them. But um, Microsoft came out and obviously said that this was an error. It's a beta, so these things can happen, um, and it's going to refund anybody who bought anything. Um, so we talked about that. We talked about... Um, the appointment of that Jane woman as division uh, was a head of devices. So that includes things like, I guess, uh, Windows tablets and phones, as well as the Xbox 360 and Xbox One as a replacement for Don Matrick. And of course, obviously, lots of sexism on the internet then followed that <laughs> up, which is fucking beyond me. You know, to be fair. A woman's probably going to do a bit better job because she hasn't got a dick to wave around. So, <laughs> um, well, I can't. Well, yeah, I've got it actually. Dri- dri- Go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm going to bring up the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, <sake>. Ryan, go. <laughs> we've been doing this. We've been doing this for 300 episodes. Um, no, I was just going to say it drives me crazy that we we you always hear gamers, quote unquote, even though I hate that term. Um, say that they want our medium to be taken seriously and they want to be taken seriously as consumers and then something like this happens and all of a sudden that's the topic of conversation. It just uh, goes to show you yeah. how, how immature our medium it is, is, by and large. It is ridiculous. Yep. Uh, we also talked, um, well, we should have mentioned this with Capcom, really, um, the laying off of a lot of people from the U.S. office and oh, no. the stepping down of their uh, 
director of the office, um, Christian Svensson, in the uh, light of poor sales for Resident Evil 6 and DMC, and also, you know, the transition to next generation. So sad. Well, well, you know... DMC was such a good game. It was, but it didn't sell very well. I know, and that's what's wrong with people. It's a shame. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree with you. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, that game was um, amazing, and it and, and I will... I will quite happily stick my neck out on the line and say the best fucking Devil May Cry game they've made. So that's in my opinion, of course. I, I think, uh, you know, I would agree with that opinion. And I will go as far as to say that Devil May Cry DMC is my game of the year as of right now. And Shit. yes, and yes, I have played Last of Us and I have played Bioshock Infinite. You see, you've just named my top two so far of the year. Although, to be fair, DMC, I, I played, I've played it on PC, and um, I'm going to be playing it on PlayStation 3 when it comes free next month. Uh, that, yeah, I, I really got into it. I loved the design. I loved the attitude that he had. Um, I, I, you know, it probably contains the best boss fight of a video game ever in that TV guy, because that was just amazingly done. Yeah. And very clever. And it got no respect for it. It played fucking amazingly. That's the thing. That That's what gets me the most and what people always criticize me about. It's like, oh, you just don't like games that have a good story. No, I don't mind a game with a good story. But if it plays like shit, I kind of don't want to play it. And I'm not going to say that Bioshock Infinite and Last of Us play like shit because that's wrong. But no, they play amazingly. They play good. It's just I got sick of that gameplay in Bioshock Infinite, and I'm already sick of the gameplay in Last of Us, and I'm only about five hours in. Oh, I loved Last of Us. Oh, that was brilliant. I uh, thought, again, it's horses for courses. Yeah, that, that, that's that's the biggest thing about it. And, and, you know, and for me, I was never bored when I played DMC. You know, DMC was pure action. It was fun. It was paced perfectly well, and I and I, like. Truth be told, I'm a big fan of Devil May Cry, like even the old ones, but I actually understood what the fuck was going on in DMC. So, you know, this rewrite of the story and everything like that, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. So, and it's my, it, yeah, it's my favorite Devil May Cry. Um, but yeah, a little bit more news. Uh, there is a GTA 5 PS3 bundle coming to Amazon. Uh, $269. It comes with, obviously, the PS3, the controller, Grand Theft Auto V, and a 30-day membership of PlayStation Plus. Interesting. Uh, but it won't include the stylish headset that the 299 version came with. So, there you go. Apparently, the headset only cost $30. Let's see here. Killzone Mercenary is in closed beta. Or getting ready for closed beta. July 17th. Um, Dive Kick comes out the 20th. And it has cross-buy support on the PSN. Yeah. That's good. Let's see here. Uh, Deus Ex The Fall. <laughs> I, read yeah. a, I, I read a few things about this. Apparently... Um, they didn't tell anybody that this game won't run on jailbroken devices. And if you try to play Deus Ex The Fall on a jailbroken 
phone or device, um, you couldn't shoot your weapons. Now, we spoke about this on the news burst, and I said this is bang out of order. Ken seemed to think, well, if you're going to unblock your phone, you're going to pirate stuff, so it's your own fault. Um, which is absolute bollocks, because people can jailbreak their phone, not for pirating, and yes, there are people that are going to do that, of course, but but also for, you know, freeing up the operating system a little bit. Now, that's fine and dandy that Square Enix wanted to take this measure, but at least put it in the bloody description before people buy that, because now you've got angry customers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I don't have a problem with it actually happening, with the game not working in that, uh, from that standpoint. My problem is with the fact that they didn't include that in the description, so people didn't know before they bought it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. If you're going to do that, you have to at least say in the description, by the way, this game will not function properly on jailbroken devices. Yeah. Oh. Um, that game, what was that game? The the Infinity Blade game? I remember. Infinity here. Blade? Yeah, well, it's... Yeah. There was a sequel or something like that, or like a... Uh... Yeah, they made a part two, and then they made a third one, but I... But I don't know what it's called. They haven't made a third one. It's, Infinity it's Blade Dungeons. Dungeons. It's been cancelled, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's it. It was like a dungeon crawler almost. Um, wasn't it being made by... Impossible Studios? The guys, the Epic Games bought them? Yeah. Who, who, who was those people? They, they, Impossible Studios. What, what were they? They made something else before they got bought by Epic Games. Um... I'll and, just check. And it was kind of, Oh, it was the uh, Amalore guys. It was some of the Amalore guys, right? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I want to say that's right. I may be wrong. I'll find out. Um, Let me do a quick Google search while you talk. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, the unfortunately... Oh, yeah. Yeah, bulk. Yeah, it says here. Literally, first thing is um, in Google. Uh, Impossible Studios, a f- developer formed when Epic hired a bulk of Amalur devs, uh, big huge games. So yeah, a lot of those guys went on to that, and then they got laid off again. So that was a bit mean. Yeah, and then they canceled the game that they were working on. So there you go. Oops. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Amazon is out. Of the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 launch uh, consoles. So if you want to get a Xbox One or a PlayStation 4 at launch, you better camp out in front of a Best Buy or GameStop. (sighs) Yep. Sorry. <laughs> I've got mine pre-ordered. I'm all fine and dandy. I, yep, ha- I had my here. PlayStation 4 pre-ordered before they even I, I, I knew announced going it. In that I knew going in that I wasn't going to get one at launch, so I'm not really that concerned about it. Like, I wasn't going to buy one at launch even if they were available, so I'm good. Okay. Let's see here. Xbox rewards are phasing out. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah. Because of the point changing thing. So so if I were on Xbox Live right now, which I'm not, thanks Microsoft, um they they would automatically transfer all my points that I had into dollars, I guess. Yes, that's what they've done. Yeah. Um 
base, as I mentioned, with the people who are in the bait already will have discovered when they go to buy something, that basically says is that we are no longer in continuing Microsoft points, and as such, uh, we are going to empty your account of Microsoft points that you currently have. However, we're going to give you this amount of cash as uh, compensation, so basically converting it. And you can still use and redeem points. It will just mean that when you, for example, add a code for 2100 Microsoft points, you will then, it automatically converts into cash straight away, and that will be in your wallet, just like Steam and, and Sony do at the moment. And then they will... When, when that's phased out completely, which will be when the update comes and when the Xbox One comes out, you will not, you'll no longer be able to buy points cards. You'll have to buy them as amount, local currency amount vouchers, again, much like you do with Steam and, and nice. uh, PSN. Okay. Um... But they, the, the rewards program was basically giving you, uh, sh- uh, points for doing shit. So, you yeah. know, you renewed your uh, gold subscription, um, unless you drew, of course, uh, where they just cancel you down. Uh, normally you'd get points for that. Uh, if you watched like a couple of movies or something on Netflix or through the Xbox video, they give you points for that. Um, and then every so often they'll then just dump all those points into your account. They're basically saying now that that's going to be phased out as of the 1st of August, but something new will be coming in in September to replace it, which is going to give better value. So we'll see. We will see. Um, the only other thing I guess I'll talk about, um, Nintendo being the jerks that they are. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> um right before Evo started, said, hey, you know you guys are um, having Super Smash Bros. Melee as a game at Evo? Yeah, well, you can't broadcast that shit. No, because they want to do it on their own channel and get adverts for it, don't they? Yeah, yeah well, we'll see. What originally was, because <sighs> I've read a story about it, what originally Nintendo wanted to remove the, the game entirely from the tournament. You see, this is yet another example of Nintendo assuming that their fans live in a Nintendo-only world. Yeah. And Nintendo has no grasp, no knowledge, and a complete, utter lack of conviction of the overall video game culture. They only care about Nintendo culture. And, I mean... You can understand that on the surface level, but when it goes to this far as to, oh, we don't care if this is like the biggest video game culture thing around. We don't want to be a part of it because we want to make our own money with our own little something that that we probably won't even do. You know, it's it's asinine. It's it's frustrating when I read when I read this news on Twitter and Facebook of all these people complaining, I was like, "Hell yeah, you got a right to complain." I mean, Super Smash Brothers is a fantastic game, and and for years they were trying to make it a legitimate fighter. People were standing up for Smash Brothers, saying, "There's actual strategy to this. It's not just a button masher, you know." And then and then after years of talking to Evo. And, and, you know, people trying to legitimize this game as an actual fighter, you know, then all of a sudden it's like, yes, we are legit now. You know, we are we are up there with the Street Fighters and, you know, 
and then Nintendo does this after that. After yeah. all these fans have stood up for Nintendo. They didn't just stand it, up for Nintendo. They raised $90,000 to have Super Smash Bros. Melee played at Evo. And this is just a, this is just a slap in the face by Nintendo. And, and here's the thing. And here's the thing that, 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 that that's probably the most asinine thing about and pisses me off is that Nintendo probably doesn't. I don't even know if they they know of all the hard work that these people have put into trying to legit, legitimize this game. But at the same time, it's like. Uh, we we don't really know about that stuff, and and, and we kind of want to keep it that way. It's almost like Nintendo is like the less we know, the better we are about game and culture, and and that just completely pisses me off. I'm I was I was I'm really mad right now at Nintendo, and it, it, it seems like Nintendo for every step they take, they take two steps back. This time they took three freaking steps back. I mean, it's like Nintendo is just out of touch with the world. Well, needless to say, about three hours after they broke the news saying, hey, we can't stream Smash Brothers on our site, uh, Nintendo changed it. They reversed that and said, yes, you can stream it. I watched. Um, okay. I watched about ten minutes of uh, Smash Brothers stream uh, yesterday. Yeah, or I'll, day before yesterday. I watched a crap ton of it, and I've never seen people play Smash Brothers like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that stuff is insane. I don't know how people like. I can't follow that. <laughs> it was it was freaking nuts. But yeah, that's. Um, well, I'm glad they changed it because I, I didn't hear about them changing it back. I, I heard all the negativity this week about it. Yeah. So I'm glad that Nintendo actually. They changed it back because it yeah. was a crap ton of people complaining and stuff like that. Heck yeah. Go, go people. I mean, we we live in a age now where the fans can truly maybe not on a uh artistic level which which I wouldn't even I wouldn't want the the fans to uh be in control uh, you know of properties on an artistic level but on a you know a generalization level as to like what can make this better you know what you know what can we do to you know increase the fan base Fans of TV shows and video games and all kinds of media nowadays have such a powerful voice. I mean, the voice of the fan base is like it's like a hundredfold more than like maybe just five years ago. It's, it's crazy. It's like it's like now if you get enough fans rallying up, it starts making like the evening news and crap like that. So I I think we're we're living in an interesting time. Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna. That's 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 all of the news we'll talk about. I'm gonna move over to the Twitter. Unfortunately, I cannot look at our emails because uh, I don't have our email account. But you can uh, tweet to us at N4G Podcast on Twitter, and let's um, let's see here. I'll just go from the last like 
seven days ago. Seven days ago, uh, Iokara says apparently there is a new way of getting to know someone you like by sticking your hand up her ass and touching her heart. No joke. What? <laughs> Would you like me to reread that? No, I heard it. I just, I'd I really just like to forget it. I ever heard it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. You know, uh, never mind. I was about like to somehow, say something. That's but... somehow not possible, obviously. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Creed and Raid says, can we all agree that The Last of Us is Game of the Year? Beats out Bioshock Infinite. I can certainly can't. not. <laughs> I have not played it yet, so... I'm gonna have trouble deciding between which one so far. I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I've been thinking about this um, already, and I'm gonna have trouble deciding. Yeah, it seems like both of these games that are kind of like, you know, running for a game of the year as of right now. You know, The, the Last of Us and uh, Bioshock Infinite. It seems like both of them that they have in common is that it's a great experience, great narrative. You know, they, they pull out all the stops, but but it seems like, I guess, the, the gameplay is the game, kind of I mean, second fiddle. It's, it's not, I mean, it's not so much second fiddle, but they, they both rely on gameplay tropes that have been tried and tested many times before. Um, but you're absolutely right in the fact that it's the narrative, the story, the characters within that story that are the one that stand out and which carry them along and you know, leave them with you long after you've played the game. And that's going to be mm. the tough thing because essentially, unless something spectacular comes out and we've, you know, we've got Saints Row 4, uh, which I gave not last year, but the year before's game of the year too. Um, or did I? I think I did. Um, and you've got Grand Theft Auto. I've obviously got some great games coming out and then you've got the next gen stuff, whether we see anything worthy there, I don't know. But at the moment it's, I'm actually deciding, it's like picking the best film because I'm deciding on, yeah, not so much the game, um, and it's good. And it's good. It's something you don't see, you know, a lot of. And whichever one you know gets the most awards, and I'm sure both of them will get you know plenty when it comes to the end of the year. It's good to know it's based on an, you know, the whole experience, not just because it's a good game. It's because it affected you. It you know it made you think. And both of those games do that. It, it's really interesting that. For the last couple of years, the games that have been like either the runners or the winners of like Game of the Year, like last year was a uh, a lot of people considered Walking Dead Game of the Year, and then this year we have you know The Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite. It's like it's like now it's like oh is it a good game? Let's see. Does it have a good story? Does it have good acting? You know, it's, well, it's, it's in almost... some aspects, games are growing up in some yeah. aspects, but then you look at that story about sexism when it comes to the new Microsoft boss, and you think, well, actually, no. Your games may be grown up, unfortunately, the internet and the, some of the people who play them are not. And, yeah. you know, no, no matter how many great games there are like that, you'll always go on to Call of Duty, stick a headset in, and just get douchebagged every five fucking minutes by some teenager who doesn't actually know what a penis, you know, is meant for. As both <laughs> one. Um, and it's always going to be tarnished with that because that's the type of people that play games. Um, uh, it, 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 it's just nice that these games like Bioshock I mean we've it's been great that we've had two this year you know these came, games don't come along very often ones that you know make you think and 
um, as a whole experience as you know outstanding. You don't see that all the time, and that's why I'm a bit gutted that Bioshock Infinite didn't come out last year because the sites can be tough for me. But it's nice. Um, you just have to remember that you know there are still idiots out there and. Oh yeah, they'll still want their call of duties, and they'll still want to call you an arsehole over the internet. Um, that's the uh, the problem with the an- 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 I can't say that word anonymity of of there you go. yeah of being on the internet. So um, yeah, I don't know. I just I hope there isn't a great game so far this year in a way because it's just going to make the end of the year so much more difficult. But <laughs> looking at the gameplay, the, uh, the trailer for Grand Theft Auto, oh, it wasn't overly fussed. I thought, oh, got Saints Row, that's coming out, that's in August, that's going to be good. And then they showed that gameplay this week, and and then they, because I was, first thing I said, I went on Twitter, I said, that, there's no fucking way that's this gen, that's running on a PC. And then Rockstar came out 20 minutes later and so basically said, oh, by the way, you know, all those that you are doubting this is running on the PlayStation 3. And that just, my jaw just went, drop. And it's like, yeah. that looks incredible. Whether it's going to be a great game. I mean, you look at the size of it, it looks a bit overwhelming. Uh, you know, the, 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 the scope of the place, I mean, it looks huge, but you look back at the last Grand Theft Auto games and the best one was the biggest one, which was San Andreas. Is this a good thing? Has three, you know, is having three meet, meet, uh, main characters, meaning that it's actually going to break it up a bit and it's going to make it more enjoyable. And sure looks you know, like the, it's going to be a good thing. The, the mechanics look amazing. I mean, that that high spear, that, well, not high spear, they're dropping down off uh, off the side of a building. You got one in the yeah, helicopter. Yeah, the kidnapping. And, yeah, that looks that just looks amazing, and the ability to f- sort of switch between characters, you know, instantaneously. Again, it's all whether that's story dependent. Like, for example, could you technically play the game on one character? and then play it as another, but get a whole different experience or a whole different side of the story? Or are these jumps between characters kind of predetermined so you kind of have to? So that's, I mean, that's going to be interesting to me. But it just looks amazing. And that's I'm scared that it's going to be another contender and I'm going to have to really think hard about um, Game of the Year this year. Yeah, I, I mean, you know how I feel about Grand Theft Auto and that gameplay trailer impressed the shit out of me i was like damn they've yeah they have done some things that hopefully will change how i feel about grand theft auto Mm. and and online i mean they've not even talked about that but the potential for that i mean where you've got that small little bit at the end where you just basically see the whole city if it's like an open sandbox online mode with just it's it's a it's a step up to the next generation because if you if they if it is something like that, that's the sort of stuff that's going to lead on to things like the division where you've got all of these people playing online in the whole city and it's all you know populated by these little skirmishes. Um, that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, we shall see. Only uh, what like when was it August? Uh, September seventeenth. Oh, September. I thought it was August. No, that's Saints Row. That's I Saints think Row. Saints Row are clever enough. To, to kind of miss that a little bit what I'm just worried about is that I'm now in two minds as, as to whether to wait on Saints Row because I don't want to get I mean that'll be a, I'm sure it'll be a great game and I think in many ways a different game to Grand Theft Auto 5 but I don't want to get burned out on open world running and gunning when I know that you know this looks amazing and yeah. I, I might actually hold off on Saints Row 
Let's see here. Silfo says, just a quick message to thank you guys for all of your great recommendations over the years, including Five Guys Burgers. That's right. Oh, sweet. I think we had this tweet last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm. I just went back. Oh, like a week. So. Okay. Uh, so we may get some. That intertwines. Yeah, some repeats. Uh, Torlini one says thanks uh, for the great show. Have you guys been watching any movies recently? What are your favorites? Yeah, last week. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Been watching the nerd news nerd burst. <laughs> we should call it that. <laughs> been yeah, watching the watching the news burst on your YouTube channel. Uh, that's from Dirty. And he said any thoughts? In for G Radio guys to do a video style too. That was last week. Yeah. Let's see here. Favorite games this gen? Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, State of Decay's ending was pretty good. I think we talked about that. I'm way off that, I think. Yeah. Um, there we go. All right, Blue Apple Blue tweeted to you, and I think you answered. So you can't share your feelings about the increased prices in the next N4G podcast, which you did say, I guess not. <laughs> um, I don't well, know yeah, what that was, was referring to. That was to do with um, basically the story that we mentioned earlier. Um, about, when the, we, about the price issues with the people in beta for the Microsoft uh, 360 thing. Um, well, there's an NDA, so the idea is is that we're not meant to mention anything. But obviously, this all blew up in in there anyway. So you've heard my opinions earlier. So yeah. Um, let's see here. Vigilante Eight says hi. How are you? Anyways. You guys approach 300 episode. Is there any? Is there going to be any celebrity appearances like on episode 50, such as Carmen, Sylvester Stallone, Naked Snake? <laughs> it's always a chance. Yeah. Never say never. Or all you guys doing a video podcast, doing uh, doing the butt dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk of a possible sort of video thing. Yeah, we're trying to work on that i'm not sure about the butt dance uh to be fair my butt is ugly enough without you having to see it actually dancing <laughs> let's see he says or we could just piss off mother nature like on episode 100 and lose all the data yeah oh, no God, doubt. that would be horrible and he also says puzzle quest <laughs> Blast the past. so w- what you guys doing special on episode 300 um we've been throwing around that idea for the video uh, thing um, we may do that uh, we don't know just yet we still got two more weeks so well probably three because there may not be a podcast the week after next because of Ken's move so yeah that's right that's right we'll have to see we're going we're to think of that I'm sure we'll come up with something we can't just not do something I mean it's 300 for God's sake right okay let's see here um, says uh, Vigilante also says tell slash Funny comment, how this came about. Walrus, noise, Metal Gear rants, French fry hair, quotes back to the box. Chloe, Anakin, Roshan, what? I think that all sounds like good stuff for 300 episode. <laughs> Talking about how different parts of our uh, show came to be. Yeah, uh, Russian accent, Pokey Walker, <laughs> canvas smelling manuals. 
<laughs> or any other memorable moment on 4G history, Pokemon rap. Thanks. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank you, Vigilante A, for those tweets. Thank you. Uh, Passion Stick says, time for another N4G podcast. Thank you, Mike and Eternity, for listening to us. And then I respond to it, and then we say a bunch of other things. Uh, Iokara comes back and says, if you're a fan of Theme Park on PS1 and a fan of Jurassic Park movies, you'll love Jurassic Park Builder on iOS and Android. Was this some kind of commercial break? I, I guess so. That's all I can see on my bloody Facebook feed at the moment is Jurassic Builder, or Jurassic Park Builder. I get enough of Happy Street, thanks. That's my That's my builder of choice. He says it's free to play and fun and addictive as hell. That's the problem. These things are addictive, but they're to the point where they want you to spend money, and I refuse. Let's see here. Blue Up Blue says, uh, now that Microsoft is sharing Skype and Outlook data with the NSA, do you think they will share our Connect data? How yeah. will how will um, Europe deal with it? Um, yeah, there's a, there's a there's a big thing at the well, not big thing at the moment, but when they announced uh, E3 that the connector was always going to be connected and needed to be in order for the console to work, uh, a lot of people shouted that that's possibly could get them in trouble in Europe and the console band. I don't think it's ever going to be as bad as that, but there is legislation in regards to the privacy laws that you guys don't have over there, but we have here um, in the EU um, where you cannot. Um, operate in that way you can't have a device that um is could possibly uh be always on in order for it to work so for example if you've got a webcam you choose to load skype up or you know you choose to do that sort of thing but with the connect being uh has to be connected in order for the console to work, it sort of raised a few eyebrows. I again, I don't think. It, and as long as Microsoft can turn around and say, actually, no, we will not be taking any data from the Connect without the knowledge of the uh, owner of the device. But then, who's to say that that's not going to be in the T's and C's anywhere that you're mm. agreeing to when you set the console up? It's a tricky thing. I, I still, I mean, I'm not all sort of um, conspiracy theorists, but that is quite conceivable that they can record without your knowledge and pass that information via. Yeah, the I mean, my my thing. primary concern from that standpoint is the fact that when they when the it came out that they had released the other data to the NSA, they said they were legally obligated to. So it's not even a question of whether they want to or not. Mm. If they yeah, truly are legally obligated to release this information, then yeah, sure, it might happen. That's more a failing of the government than anything else, but that's not the topic of this podcast. So, mm. this is very true. Scary though, isn't it? Really, it is. It, it is. Big Brother is watching. Just be a good boy, you'll be fine. So ben, uh, Ben Franklin, when uh, the uh, when the people were asking if they got a monarchy or a uh, republic, said a republic if you can keep it. <laughs> so, Ooh. we'll see if we can keep it. Yep. Creed and Raid comes back and says, hope you are enjoying the new me spot pass games as much as I am, except for gardening. Ugh. I have not downloaded those because they cost money. And I don't spot pass anybody because I have no friends and I go nowhere. Well, I'm sure Gambus is playing them. 
I uh, I take my 3ds everywhere I go. I I'm always street passing, spot passing. I guess I'm pretty sure if I if I went like downtown or something like that, I may get one or two. I, I just never take it. I just, I don't know. Yeah, um, I usually get I usually get probably between two to two to four whenever I go to a mall. Yeah. But uh, one time I went to the mall and I came back and I had like eight passes. Hmm. And I was like, holy cow. And that was just from one trip. Yeah. that's that, I, I, I may need to do that then. Next time I go to Athens, I'll, I'll try and do that. Yeah. Let's see here. Dislow Boy. Blast from the past. Saying uh, evening, boys. It's been a while. Uh, went Ooh. hiding, but now I'm back. Question. Which next gen launch titles are you most excited for? Um, honestly, um, uh, it, I'm still confused so, on what's going to be launch. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. When I look at the PS4 games for launch, it's kind of like Killzone. I might get that because it looks really cool, but I'm not like fiending for it but knack looks pretty cool but i like like the look of knack i do too yeah yeah but it could end up being this gen's cameo even though that was a really good game but i mean it it could be one of those games that's like oh this is the best four hours i've ever had kind of kind of game um i don't know um it's very hard to say there really isn't any like Oh my God! I have to have that next gen title as of right now. I mean, there's no, there's no like equivalent to like a Metal Gear Solid Two for like PS Two, or you know, or, or, there's no, there's no like Final Fantasy Seven level of. It, and the thing is, I don't think there'll ever be a Final Fantasy level, Final Fantasy Seven level of game. Where it's just such a dramatic step up from what we've already experienced, it seems like it's like, oh wow, um, yeah, this is next gen. I, I can I, I can tell. Yeah, there's extra lighting come from the sun, and there's a extra shadow over there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's next gen. Yay, next gen. Yeah. yeah I- I may be biased. I may be biased, but I really think the first game that's going to show off what the next generation's capable of is Witcher Three, just based on <laughs> what they've announced. <laughs> I th- I'm very, very excited for Killzone, um, and that will be my first game I purchase on my PlayStation Four. Yeah, yeah that that game and Knack will probably be my first two games. I may even pick up Knack because it looks cool. Yeah, I think, I, I, think, I mean, I think Knack Drive Club, they look cool. Um, you know, you'll get your CODs and your Watchdog and your Assassin's Creed and they're fine, but they're not exactly exclusive to that platform. Um, and I don't think they'll be overly brilliant because they'll they'll just be sort of scaled up versions of, of the other ones. PC um, version. Yeah, um, which you know might be cool. I think Watchdogs will probably benefit from that. But um, 
Yeah, it's uh, I think knack just only because it'd be you know if you're going to buy a PlayStation Four, you want to buy the some of the first party stuff because that's where a lot of the effort will have gone. That's where you'll see some good stuff. Well, uh, Dissolve Boy also says Forza Five and Dead Rising Three for me. Is that Dead Rising Three a launch game though? Uh, it's a launch I, window? I believe it is going to be a launch game. Okay, okay, okay. And he says, would it kill the crew to give me a follow on Twitter again? Jesus Christ. The what, sorry? He he wants everybody on the crew to follow him. Dislowboy? Yeah, Dislowboy916. I thought I was already following him. I thought it was too, unless he, like, delete his account and start it back over. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Mookie's Groove says, I miss tweeting with you funny guys. Well, tweet away, my tweet, friend. Tweet, yeah. Tweet I mean, tweet, tweet. I'm not on Twitter as much as I used to be, and Gambus never is on at all unless, you know, he's, he's trying um, to tap up um, uh, Canadian royally. But, um... Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't go on there as much, but I try, I try to get on there. I do try. Oh, yeah, I'm on Twitter all the time. Uh, Silfo, last one. Silfo says, hey guys, quick question for you. Saints Row 3 or Sleeping Dogs? Which one should I play first and why? Have a great show. Well, it, I... Depends on what you're in the mood for. Yeah, I mean, they're both... I mean, I really, really love the um, free-flowing hand combat in Sleeping Dogs. I thought that was really well done. But then the combat, the gun combat's not so much, not so good. Um... And then obviously Saints Row's really gun heavy and some funny guns at that, funny weapons. Um, Seaman Dogs is more of a serious thing, but still doesn't take itself too seriously, I guess. Uh, you know, I don't know. They're both great games. Yeah. I think, um, me personally, I would choose uh, Saints Row uh, just because it's, it's ridiculous. It's like... I didn't realize how ridiculous and how fun that game was until I bought it and played it. And see, I bought it and I was just like, yeah, yeah, I played Saints Row 1 and 2, whatever. And I put that thing in and I fell in love with it. It's completely different to the first two, without a doubt. And yeah. played so much better. Oh, yeah. That game is crazy fun. So, that's my pick. Uh, I don't have an opinion because I haven't played either one. So, <laughs> Sorry. Really? Yeah. yeah. You need to get on that, boy. Yeah, I'm not I, really a Saint. I'm not really a Saints Row guy. I have not played either of those two games. Uh, Sleeping Dogs, though, I'm interested in. I'm just not really. I don't really like Saints Row, so. I got you. I haven't really gone that direction. Okay. I didn't really get on well with the first two, but the third one is amazing. I like the first one. The second one was okay, but it was... God, that gate was just broken. It was glitchy and, like, slowdown was insane. So, but yeah, um, which I'm sure the first one was too, but the first one came out whenever nothing else was on the 360 at the time. So, I just, like, bought it. So, um, but yeah, um, that's pretty much it for us. Um, I'll do the whole shout-out spiel thing. Uh, check out Phoenix Down. We're going to be uh, finishing up Castlevania Lords of Shadow this week. Uh, you can definitely listen to that on Friday. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. Uh, I am at DML Fury. Ryan is at R Wombold. Uh, 
Jason is at GambusCon, and John is John W. UK. Mm. I got it right. Yay. John W. John W. UK. John W. UK. W. 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 Um, <laughs> you can send us an email, podcast at ztgd.com. Um, you can leave us an iTunes review. We haven't had one in a very long time. Please do leave us. We'll have a look. Review. I'll just have a, if you talk. I'll have a quick look and see if we've got any over in the UK. Okay, I know we don't have any in the US. Um, check out the news burst. Um, we have a post uh, usually on Saturday. Um, it's gonna be a little late this week, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, we have a post on the website, but you can check it out on our um, YouTube channel. We have two YouTube channels, ZTGD and ZTGD Original Programs. Um, uh, the the original programs where we keep our fondling videos as well as the news bursts and stuff like that. Um, I'm hopefully going to be recording a few videos just for shits and giggles. And um, I don't know what I'm going to play yet, but you can definitely check that out. And uh, that's about it yeah no new no new no new on the UK. no new reviews please leave us an iTunes review we greatly appreciate it and I will read it on the show yeah 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 but that's it kind of a standard show Ken unfortunately couldn't be here I don't know where Justin is um but yeah we're getting close to 300 guys indeed Sweet. we are kind of crazy getting scary but um, that's it for us. Jason, you want to take us out? Alrighty. And it goes a little bit something like this.